I'm sure all of us have our highs and lows in life. You know, maybe one day, you know, you could, you're, you're physically fit, you could do a half marathon, and then one day you went to, the, to your family doctor and uh, you were diagnosed with a terminal four cancer. Maybe, you know, you're, you're doing well uh, in, with your career, earning good money, providing for your family, and then all of a sudden, the company that you're working for started to have some financial problems. And they have to downsize, and you're one of the employees that needs to be let go. And now you don't have job. You're looking for a job for several months, and you're experiencing financial crisis. Maybe you have a very intimate relationship with your siblings, okay, very close. And there was a mis misunderstanding, miscommunication, harmful, harmful words were said, and right now, the relationship is irreparable. Highs and lows in life. I remember back in 2021, two years ago, I had my high. I was experiencing a lot of like healing from anxiety, depression, and also suicidal thoughts. And I was like really enjoying my ministry here. Well, up to now, I'm still enjoying my ministry here at St. Mary's <laughs> and also uh, doing online ministry also. That was my high in 2021. And then May of 2021, I got the news that both my parents contracted COVID in the Philippines. And they had to go to the hospital and me and my siblings were praying, hoping that they would be healed and after two weeks in the hospital, both of them pass away. That was my law back in 2021. And whenever we're on our high, it's so easy for us to experience the presence of God, like especially for us believers. And it's so easy for us to trust in Him. But when we're experiencing lows in our life, it's easy for us to think that we have been abandoned. We've been, and because of that, it's so easy for us to doubt God's presence. How many of you could relate with that? The highs and lows in life, right? And uh, in our first reading today, we talk about Elijah. If you know the story of Elijah, I'm sure one of his highs was that he was able to witness the impressive power of God, right? When he called when he asked God to send fire to consume his offering. And he came out uh, victorious after defeating the 450 pagan prophets of Queen Jezebel who couldn't ask their God to send forth fire to consume their offering. That was his high. And we could just imagine how it was easy for Elijah to really believe in God. But after that incident, he became a fugitive. He was running for his life because Queen Jezebel couldn't accept the defeat. So he, she made orders to capture Elijah and put him to death. So he was running for his life. We don't know for how long. It, would be, it could be days, weeks, months. He was running and hiding. And he was in this, in this cave, in this mountain, so depressed 
just wanted to die. And he started to doubt, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen? Am I not your prophet? Haven't I done what you asked me to do to speak to the people? Why are you allowing this to happen? Why not just take my life? He was so depressed. And then the Lord assured him of his presence. Not in the earthquake, not in the wind, not in, in the fire, but in great sheer silence. The Lord reassured him of his presence through great sheer of silence. In our uh, gospel today, talk about the multiplication of the bread. The, I could say one of the highs of, of the disciples of Jesus Christ is witnessing him perform miracles. And they were just, they just witnessed the multiplication of the bread. Jesus had to feed 5,000 men, not including women and children. And they only had like five loaves and two fish. So they witnessed. They were not just spectators. They were participants in that miraculous uh, multiplication of the bed. It went through their hands. That was their high. They saw the divinity of Jesus. It was so easy for him, for them to believe in him. And then after a few hours, they were on a boat. They were being tossed and battered by winds and waves in the Sea of Galilee. How many of you have been to the Sea of Galilee? It's a big body of water, okay? So you could just imagine the big winds and the big waves there. And the, disciple, the disciples, they were with, uh, the disciples in the boat, they were just so afraid. They thought that they could really die. And I had that kind of experience when I went on a canoe camping trip uh, to French River. So I was with uh, some parishioners, and uh, on the last day, on our way, on our way back to the put-in, we had to cross this big body of water on the French River, and there was like strong winds, strong waves. The height of the waves, three feet high. And we were on our canoe, <laughs> and... Uh, my, 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 my partner, I'm glad he's the one like steering at the back, he told me, when we cross this big body of water, we can't change direction uh, as we paddle. So I'm paddling on one side, he's paddling on the other side, but we couldn't change. We had to cross 20, 30 minutes. We were paddling on one side. And I was like so scared. Like I've said so many prayers. So Jesus, Mary, Joseph, all the angels and saints, I prayed, right? I was like, I was like really terrified, you know, but I'm glad, you know, we were able to arrive uh, safely there. And that was the feeling of the disciples. They were so afraid that they're going to die. And they saw this person walking on water. They thought it was a ghost. And then Jesus revealed himself, it is I. Do not be afraid. Okay? And uh, Peter, being the, the leader of the group, he saw the face of the other disciples full of fear. 
So he got this idea to ask Jesus to call him to walk on water so that it would put everyone's fear to rest. It was so kind of Peter, right? Being the leader of the group so that they would not be afraid. So he asked Jesus. So Jesus said, come. And then he stepped out in faith. He stepped out and, and started walking on water. As long as he fixed his eyes on Jesus, he was able to walk on water because he has this great faith in Jesus that he could do the impossible, right? But again, he got distracted. He saw how strong the storm really was. And he started to doubt. Can I really walk on water with this condition? And because of that, he started to sink. And he said to Jesus, Lord, save me. And Jesus reached out his hand and lift Jesus up, uh, lift Peter up, and told Peter, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And I'm sure all of us could relate with Peter, right? We doubt. And doubt is a natural response to uncertainty. So we should not beat ourselves up when we're doubting, okay? When we're, when, we're, when we're experiencing suffering, we doubt whether God is really present in our life. When we have committed a grave sin, we doubt whether God could really forgive us. When we're seeing a lot of evils happening around the world, we doubt whether God is in control. We doubt, right? But whenever we doubt, we have an opportunity to say the prayer that Peter said. He said, Lord, save me. We have that opportunity to say that prayer. Lord, save me from this doubt. Lord, save me from unbelief. Okay? And we see here how the highs of both Elijah and the disciples of Jesus Christ. They, they were witness and they, they, they have vivid experiences of God's power, okay? And that was their high. It was so easy for them to believe in God. But when things turned out bad, they started to panic and they were unable to discern God's presence in the midst of crisis and chaos. But it was during the time of distress wherein God assured his presence to Elijah and to the disciples both in gentle and spectacular way. With Elijah, God assured his presence in sheer great silence. Jesus assured his presence to his disciples in a spectacular way. He was walking on water and he calmed the storm, right? And whatever, you know, we, as I've said, we all have our highs and lows in life. 
when, whenever we're experiencing that high, we, it's easy for us to experience His presence and to trust in Him. But when we're going through lows in our life, it's easy for us to think that He's absent, that He has abandoned us. And because of that, we doubt His love and His mercy. That's why whenever we are undergoing trials and difficulties and storms in, in our life, we need to remember that these situations has no power to prevent Jesus from coming to us. Jesus is all power, right? We, it has no power to prevent Jesus from coming to us. And hopefully as we go through the storms in our life, we will be able to hear Jesus say in the, to the silence of our heart, take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. So in the, the trials in our life, let's trust in His presence. Let's trust in His love, in His protection. He's assuring us that He is with us, especially in the most difficult situations of our life.